Introducing the Monte Cristo Cinquenta JR 50th. Celebrate our anniversary with this luxurious cigar now offered in the iconic Monte Cristo torpedo size. Only limited quantities are available, so celebrate 50 years of excellence with us right now only at jrcigars.com. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. This is episode 289, Jordan, of Smoke Night Live. Thanks for joining us. I am your host. You can call me Master Sensei. Jordan, I think I've just, I'm just taking that name on now. I'm not worrying about it anymore. It's not, it's not weighing on my mind. Uh, the saga of you and the being name. confused with your own name. I, I, it's kind of weird, you gave but, but now I can't. There's just no way around it. That's what people call me. So I call you Pep Pep. I have to just accept, accept my fate <laughs> as, as that. Um, but anyways, that's okay. It's neither here nor there. Jordan, your Jordan I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned uh, this week because I, I don't know if you read the news story, but there's this Texas woman who got arrested. Her name is... Uh, Karen McBride, and she was charged with felony embezzlement of rental property in Oklahoma because 22 years ago, she rented the VHS tape of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and they came after her with the felony because she never returned that VHS. But Jordan, I'm a little concerned because I'm pretty sure in the basement of our house, I think we've got like Back to the Future, Top Gun, um... Possibly a couple other VHS. So now, I don't know. Like, should I be concerned? Like, that the FBI is going to like pop up at my door and like want those tapes back? That's a classic Karen move, right there. I uh, I remember back in the day, you somehow had access to like a VHS recording machine before like anybody had that, and we would just we would just rent movies and just boom, boom, boom. We had all the movies. Uh, Jordan, th- you know this. This is being taped. <laughs> this is being. But, this is live. But then they they put on like the the safety on it, like a fil- like so that if you mm. they caught on. If you did that when you'd watch the movie, I watched Mortal Kombat five thousand times as a kid, and it ha- it would go light dark light. Yeah, dark, yeah that was like the uh, the copy protect yes. on that. But what if what if it's not the copy protect, and what if you actually have the physical copy in your house? I'm thinking maybe this weekend I. I should like have like a bonfire and just get all those old VHS tapes and burn all the evidence because I mean they they could they could be after me at this point. I don't know. I'm a fugitive from the law. Now she didn't she says that like her roommate rented it. She's never even seen the movie. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's like a that's like a she said they yeah. said sort of situation. Well, that's what felons often say. I mean, yeah, I mean, who are you going to believe? I mean, I, she had the tape. So, I don't know. But hey guys, so if if you've if you've Got old copies of VHS tapes. Did you say it was Carol Baskins? Is that who this is? No, it was oh. uh, Karen Karen McBride. Oh. So uh, if you have old uh, VHS tapes from Blockbuster in your basement, I 
seriously recommend that you burn all the evidence <laughs> as fast as you can. Guys, today on the dojo, it's Dogma Day. Like right here, I am smoking the uh, Mad Dog, as we call it, the Mad, Mad dog. dog. And man, it's smoking so good, Jordan. Sexy Cam. Sexy Cam. Let me get that in there. Sexy Cam. Look at that bad boy. Did you bust out an OG? It's not an OG. But you know what? I don't think it matters. I don't think it does. They're all amazing. It doesn't matter if it's the OG or not the OG. Well, at this point, the w when we started coming back out with them was 2017 or 18, right? Yeah. 17, so, I think. Yeah, at this point, those those re-releases are, are just as good. Yeah, this is a cigar, folks, the, the Mad Dog that ages phenomenally well. And I think the one thing that you'll notice about a, a uh, Maduro Dogma is after about a year, after about one year, if you can hold off for about a year, and they're good right off the bat, right? I mean, the, I'm, not, I'm not saying not to smoke them off the truck or anything like that, but if you can set a few aside for a year, they develop this amazing, subtle sweetness that really sets this blend apart from any other uh, undercrown that you're ever going to smoke. They're absolutely perfect. Maybe it's because... They're a bit amped up. You know, this is the Corona Viva blend of the Undercrown, but it's in a larger format than the Corona Viva. And so something about, something about, I don't know if it was a, it was just a twist of fate, but something that happened in this blend just becomes amazing after about a year. So um, uh, take that for what it's worth. Set a few aside if you buy some now. Set a few Not aside. too many cigars have a, as noticeable of a change. Like it's super fun right off the truck because it's got that punch, but then it's a year later that punch has turned into like this soft velvet. Mm. Right. They, I think that that the the strength, maybe the extra lijero that's in there, sort of like finally gets a chance to really, really become acquainted with the other tobaccos. It holds hands. They court for a while. They're friends. Pretty soon, it's a little. Squeeze of the thigh. It's a little kiss on the <laughs> cheek. Next thing you know, it's a full-blown consummation Whoa. of the marriage. Easy. And it is absolutely now, phenomenal. Now, one change I would say for next year is we should plan this to be on the same day as, as Doge, Doggy Day. Mm. That would be that would just be or maybe, trifecta. Maybe based on what I'm saying, we should do this on Valentine's Day, if you know what I'm saying. Because it it's, it's, there is definitely That's some... Sexy. There's some sexiness going on in here. Guys, hey, uh, here's the deal. We have a big contest running, um, but before we talk about the contest, let's bring on our guest, none other than the factory spokesman for Drew Estate, our good friend, Pedro Gomez. Pedro, how are you, my friend? All right, so how is everybody doing? <laughs> there he is. He's ready <laughs> to rock and roll. Uh, Pedro, Let's you're, lo the baby. you you're know, looking you know good, my friend. <laughs> hey, thank you so very much, man. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. Uh, Eric, Jordan, you guys are the best when it comes to the mic. Uh, and I love this show, man. I had the opportunity to be with you guys. Uh, it was last year. Is that right? Ah, we've had you on um, multiple. Well, you're, you're, Mul a, you're a repeat <laughs> guest, you know? <laughs> Oh, my God. But this is going to be a good show. So I hope that everybody will enjoy the shenanigans. The shenanigans. So if you're watching right now on Facebook, hanging out with Pedro, Jordan, and myself, and the studio audience, we've got uh, Matt 
in the studio audience, we've got Scott Brayband, the owner of Trinity Cigar Lounge, the greatest mobile lounge in the Western Hemisphere. Now, Scott might have broken the doggy record for a single day. Scott has been going dogma. He's been going Maduro, sun-grown. Maduro, sun-grown. Just boom, 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 one right after the other. Literally taking Dogma Day to a, an entire, entirely new level. So Dogma Day is today because, A, we have some really cool news that we're going to talk about shortly. B, we're giving away a really cool prize. We're going to pick the winner at the end of the show tonight. And C, it's just the day to smoke Dogma. And there's been, Jordan, I don't, I, I'm going to venture to guess, Pedro, I'm going to mm-hmm. venture to guess that there's never been a day ever where more dogmas have been consumed than today, because I've been paying attention very carefully to the Dojoverse.com timeline, and there's dogmas being smoked left and right, Pedro. It's a right. it's a phenomenon. It's a good thing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so let's it's talk the dogma movement. That's right. That's let's, what I call. let's talk just real quick. Um, I'm going to show what we're giving away the prize for Dogma Day. Jordan, can you bring up that graphic? Here. So go. today, um, we're giving away this really cool sun-grown uh, dogma travel humidor with a sun-grown dogma lighter, a sun-grown dogma cutter. You get five of the sun-grown and five of the Maduro version of the dogma. And that's all you have to do to enter is post hashtag dogma day as you're smoking a dogma on the dojo verse. And the entries are amazing. We have a ton of finalists that we've picked that at the end of the show that we will um, uh, display to the audience, and then uh, we'll pick a winner, Pedro, you and I, um, nice. at the very end of the show. But let's first uh, talk a little bit about the big news of the day today, Pedro. Uh, Dogma, in both formats, gets re-released this year in 2021, and the big change is the really cool new packaging for the uh, Dogma Maduro. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, oh, my, absolutely, my man? Absolutely, man. Well, let me tell you something, man. For the people that have been following uh, Cigar Jojo, way, way back, the first collaboration that we came out with you guys, which was a, a huge privilege uh, because it was about Drew Stay connecting with a very nice uh, cigar Cigar guys up there, members of Cigar Jojo, and I do remember that we came out with the underground, uh, the underground Dagma and the Maduro version, but it was released that cigar in a soft pack version, and it was crafting paper, you know, and the cigar was sold through smoking. Uh, our friend Abe, he and you guys, you guys were selling those bundles left and right. And then by 2018, we came out with the, again, we brought the Underground Dagma, the Maduro version, but we brought them with a petaca. And then last year, I think it was last year, we released the Underground Sunground Dojo Dagma. And uh, this year, we are bringing the Underground Dagma, the Maduro version, with a beautiful wood box, 10-count box. Same blend, same cigar, same size. Same Vitola, the same flavor, strength, aroma, complexity, you name it. Everything is right there. So <laughs> the presentation is very nice. Uh, it has the magic touch. 
of Drew State when it comes to the presentation. So the guys in the marketing department, they did a very good job. And of course, the guys at the uh, Drew State factory in my hometown, in Esteli, Nicaragua, they did a very amazing job. Keeping that masterpiece extremely, 120% consistent. Yeah, Is that right, Eric? That's right. And so here, let's, Jordan, let's, just, let's like turn back time a little bit. So just, just a, a real quick uh, review. The very first uh, uh, Dogma bundle, if you got lucky enough to have that uh, bundle, it had a, a square version of the Dojo logo on it. And on the band. And on the band, there was a square. So like now, if you, if you notice, guys, if you're watching, if you can see that, there's a round. Um, Maybe on this angle here. Yeah, so let's see if I can get that. There's a round uh, logo. So the original one had a... Oh, we got an original one. Oh, here, look at... Matt has got one. He's smoking an OG. There it is. So you notice the square, and I'll put mine up to it. You can see the circle. So the original had the square dojo logo on it. Thank you, Matt. Um, Then a couple years later, the same exact uh, bundle came out that was the paper brown bundle, but it had the round logo on it. And then after that, the bundle became blue. It was a blue paper bundle. That's the only differentiation of the third one. And then the fourth one was in the Pataka. That was just very recently. So this will be like the fifth iteration, so to speak, of the Dojo Dogma Maduro. It'll be in a uh, wooden box. And Pedro, don't you think that the Dojo Dogma deserved that wooden box? Of course, bro. Of course. You know, when it comes to cigars that have beautiful presentation, especially cigar that comes in a wood box, uh, it says a lot right there. But obviously, you know, the rock star or, or that, that really stole the show is the cigar itself. Yeah. I mean, out of all the undercrowns that we have made, because we got the OG, the undercrown Maduro, that that one came up in 2011. Then 2016, we got the undercrown Shea. 2017, we got the Undercrown Sun Grown. Amazing cigars, you know, collaboration like, like Cigar Jojo and collaboration, another one with uh, Shady Records. Uh, but out of all the Undercrowns that we have come out in the last 10 years, I will say that the Undercrown Dagma, the Maduro version, is my number one. I think the cool thing, Pedro, about the Dogma... The Maduro Dogma, and we'll talk a little bit about the Sun Grown as well. But the the cool thing about the Undercrown uh, Dogma is the Drew Estate Factory has done a phenomenal job of being able to uh, just consistently make this blend the same. I can smoke a, a 2017 Dogma. I can smoke a 2014 Dogma. I can get the new one right now. You guys have done a fantastic job of making sure that this has that extra little punch that maybe not. Nah, hey, don't get me wrong. A regular, <laughs> a regular Undercrown uh, Maduro is a fantastic cigar, but there's just an extra little something built into this dogma. Absolutely. I mean, well, you know, as you said early in the show, the Undercrown dogma, uh, the blend was based of the Corona Viva. Now, when you get the same, uh, that, that same blend and a, and a size like the Undercrown Dagma, it brings all the goodness. Because if you have smoked the Corona Viva from the Undercrown, you will find that the Corona Viva 
it has more character. It's a little more boldness, you know. It has a little bit of more spiciness right there. But bringing that blend in the same proportion and having a size like the Undercrown Dogma has, plus the beautiful touch of what the Vitola is, which is a back press. So the way you smoke that cigar, the square shape and, and, and your lips, it really creates a whole different dynamic of what you are going to experience one that once the smoke is hitting your palate. So I think that, yes, uh, uh, you know, uh, making cigars, anybody can make a cigars. Having the cigar consistency is the challenge. And, and besides, you know, having great people making those cigars, uh, one thing for sure, the cigar is not going to become so memorable if you don't have the right raw materials. So the right raw materials in the Undercrown Dagma, so you got a very nice Mexican San Andres wrapper on it. Uh, the binder, it has a beautiful Habano binder that comes from the state of Connecticut, from the famous Connecticut River Valley, which is over there we do something extremely special, which is the barn smoker, which is going to be something that we're going to be talking on along, along the show. And right in the fillers, we use tobacco from Brazil, especially those Marafinas tobacco. If you are familiar with uh, those tobaccos that comes from Brazil, you got the Arapiraca, you got the Matafina. So in Drew State, we use uh, the Bahia Matafina on that one. And, and the cigar brings a very amazing tobacco that is from my country, and that one is the Nicaraguan. The Nicaraguan tobacco that you will find in the filler. So you got filler from Nicaragua, filler from Brazil, uh, binder from the state of Connecticut, and then the grapper is from Mexico. That, Pedro, you know, just the way you describe that. Um, <laughs> sexy. Just, it, not only was that sexy, but <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a typical cigar, that, for, for a typical cigar, that is a complex blend. Like you would normally, you might have, you know, Nicaraguan. Uh, you, you might have a Mexican wrapper, but then you have mainly Nicaraguan, maybe a little bit of Dominican or something on in a typical, you know, cigar. But this right. this cigar really, really spans, you know, a lot of different tobacco to bring you that, you know, that fun, sweet, deep, interesting flavor. And I want to talk just a little bit before we go, Jordan, about this particular size. So this is a this is what you'd call this like a soft box press, but what I like about this, Jordan, and, and see what you think, Jordan. That oval. It's 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 sort of a flat cigar, so that it fits just right in your mouth. So normally, like sometimes with some cigars, Pedro, like I feel like in my mouth, like my jaw hurts, right? Like I'm having <laughs> I'm having to really like open up the jaw all the time. This just fits in your mouth, just just the right. Wait, he's nice and good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, the thing is, is you know, one thing that you just mentioned right there, Eric, and I would like to emphasize a little bit more is the complexity. Right. You know, everybody wants to smoke a good cigar, but what is a good cigar? I mean, if we bring the the the, the definition what a good cigar is. One of the things that creates a good cigar, uh, besides the flavor, besides the strength, uh, besides, you know, the construction of the cigar, which is based in the draw, the hardest thing to achieve, and Willie Herrera, who is the master blender at Drew Estate, he will tell you straight up, which is the complexity. From the moment that you start to smoke that cigar, uh, from the, how that cigar starts to open up on you, 
from the moment that you are smoking the cigar down, the, the, the different subtle notes of different flavors that are hitting to your palate from the beginning to the end, that's what makes a cigar extremely unique. And one thing why Drew Estate has been very well known of in the industry uh, has been with our traditional cigars, the way how we blend our cigars. Because if you smoke the, any of the undercrowns that we have available on the market, it's going to taste extremely different. If you smoke the, the, from the undercrown to the Herrera Esteli, from the Herrera Esteli to the Nica Rustica, from the Nica Rustica to Liga Privada number no. 9, from Liga Privada number no. 9 to Liga Privada T52, from Liga Privada T52 to Serie Unico, from Serie Unico to Liga Privada H99, and I don't want to leave any other cigars uh, behind, uh, El Brujito, uh, my Uzi Waste of Tom, you're going to find that all of them has their own unique character. And that is because when it comes to uh, in blending and the tobacco that we use at Drew State Factory, we use tobaccos from different countries. We use tobacco from different regions. We use tobacco from different farms. So in the way how we blend cigars at Drew State, we blend, we have a horizontal style which for other companies, they have like a vertical style how they blend cigars, you know. But at Drew Estate, man, we, we try to bring something very unique from everything that you can find in the market up there, but at the same time, something extremely unique and special of everything that we can offer from our portfolio. So for everybody up there, especially the guys from Cigar Dojo, we would like to thank you guys for all the support that you have done to, to, to Drew Estate. Uh, you know, one thing which is the hardest thing to achieve in anything that you want to offer into the market is gaining people trust. And how you win that trust or how you earn that trust is day in and day out. And that's how you build cigar brands. You know, not just moving cigars in tons. It's not just moving containers. It's not just moving uh, master cases. It's not the amount of boxes that you can sell. Cigar brands are built day in and day out, one cigar at a time. And Underground Dogma have literally lived the testament from 2014 to 2021. That nowadays we have a beautiful packaging for the Underground Dogma Maduro, well deserved. Really well deserved. Absolutely. So, and it's amazing, man. What you guys have, it is really good. And for us, it has been a, a, a honor to, to come out with this beautiful collaboration for the members at uh, Cigar Dojo. Now, I, if you guys are watching on Facebook, I'm curious, uh, for all the folks watching, how many of you uh, were on the very first go-round of the Dogma? How many of you guys got to uh, smoke that very first uh, version of it? Uh, I'd be kind of curious to hear that, but... But, Pedro, I think one of the cool things and one of the interesting things, and this is just a challenge in cigars in general. This isn't necessarily a Undercrown uh, Dojo Dogma question per se, but one of the, the tough things in blending a cigar is, A, giving it sort of the, it needs that strength that a, a modern-day cigar smoker needs, but not oh, not that can't be the main you know that can't be the main horn in the in the orchestra. It has to be just a a portion of it. And I think the thing I appreciate the most about this 
the Undercrown uh, Dojo Dogma is that it's got the strength that you want, but that is not the thing that is going to bang you over the head when you light this thing up. It's the complexity and the flavors that you really notice mostly. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. You know, when it comes to all the flavor, the complexity, uh, uh, basically, you know, every single tobacco gives you something. If you, you guys have, have had the opportunity to go to Cigar Safari, and you guys see, you know, once you are walking through the production floor, and there is hundreds of hundreds of people making cigar by hand and everything. But if you really pay attention to the guys that are making the long filler cigars, and they are picking one tobacco leaf at a time. First of all, first of all, they lay down the binder, and then they pick up what the seco is gonna be. That's gonna be the base of the cigar. And they already know how many second leaves they are going to pick. Maybe one, maybe two. Then they go with the bisos, maybe one biso, maybe a biso and half a leaf. And then they pick what the ligero, maybe half a leaf and maybe one leaf. But you will see that ritual move, which repeats thousands and thousands of times for every single cigar. Somebody right there in the comment section mention consistency and that's how you achieve the consistency you know having everybody in the same page you know uh from the rollers to the supervisors from the supervisor to the quality control department and and of course you know the tobacco that is being made uh the the, the tobacco that is being used to make those cigar have to come from the same tobacco suppliers right yeah, so I, th- you know, I think a lot of companies like Drew Estate's sort of famous for um, not selling like seconds, uh, you know, secondary versions of the cigar that didn't quite make, you know, the uh, the cut, so to speak, right? Right. And yes. and I think there's like a philosophical advantage to that for mm-hmm. for the rollers, you know, for the bunchers, for that whole team when they know that every cigar has to sort of if it's if it's not good enough. It's just not gonna be. It's not gonna be out there. So, Absolutely, like, if, if if mentally in your mind you know that, well, you know, this one wasn't that great. You know, it'll it'll get sold as a second. But Drew Estate doesn't take that philosophy. They say this has to meet the expectation, or it's not going to be in the consumer's mm-hmm. mouth. That's right. Well, you know, one thing is so interesting that you mentioned that, because back in my old days, uh, running the cigar safari tours. And I was taking the people from the production floor to the quality control department. It's not that the supervisors at the production floor are rejecting cigars. It's that those cigars that have been already checked by the supervisors that goes to the quality control department. We have other supervisors that works at the quality control department that they check those cigars that has been already checked. And there is a lot of elements or a lot of requirements that goes into the cigar which could be the food of the cigar, it could be uh, the weight of the cigar, it could be how the cigar was rolled, the head of the cigar, uh, uh, the, the, the draw of the cigar. I mean, there is a lot of things that goes the place into that element. What are the standard requirements that that particular brand requires in order for Drew State to accept that cigar and goes to the next stage. So what happened with the cigar that I reject? The cigar that I reject are literally destroyed. And that's the price that you pay when you are offering to the market handmade premium cigars. 
because the philosophy that Drew State had has since day one, what would be the point to making a premium cigar and at the same time selling cigar as a second just because you don't want to absorb that production cost? It doesn't make no sense because what you're going to do with the brand that might be selling in the market, you are going to be destroying that, that cigar brand. Because not everybody will know if the cigar is a premium or if the cigar is a second. Right. That's why Drew Estate choose to destroy those cigars. Uh, the those uh, the critical days at Drew Estate Factory because we work from Monday to Friday is Monday, because a lot of people you know come to work after two days not making cigars. Uh, you got some boncheros or some people that have maybe. A crazy weekend, you know. Maybe the Tonyas <laughs> was flowing everywhere. As it should maybe be. the Ron Flor de Caña was everywhere. So they come out of track. And therefore, there are going to be cigars that are not going to meet those requirements, control the, uh, control, quality control uh, requirements. And then another critical day, it has to be Friday. Because on Friday, people just want to get the hell out of there, you know. People will just want to go enjoy their weekend with their family, you know, go to party and all that kind of stuff. And another thing, which not too many people mention this, it is when you switch rollers from one size to another size. Mm, right. Let's right. say that somebody has been making for, let's say, a year, a size 5 by 54 that in this case is a Robusto. And then the, the next day you switch that person to make a total 6 by 52 as an example, the first batch of production is going to be bad because the bunchero, which is the guy that put all the lift together in the bunch, have to really find the rhythm of the ring gauge of this cigar. Since everything is measured in your hand by your tones, you have to really find out how much tobacco have to go into this cigar, not to uh, make a cigar that is uh, that could be plucked, because if the cigar has too much raw material in it, it's not gonna burn. If the cigar is too soft in the in the body of the cigar, this cigar will burn uneven. So one thing at Drew Stay and why people uh, gravitate about Drew Stay is the our draw is impeccable. <laughs> right. God damn it, yes. Now, <laughs> everybody should know that Pedro actually knows what he's talking about because way back in the day, you you were doing this. I think you said that, if I remember right, you, you might have been rolling like CA Gold or something like that way, way back in the day, right? Uh, like San Latino factory, right. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, well, you know, when it comes to cigars and factories, you know, you never stop learning, you know. Every yeah. day you learn something new. And one thing that I can tell you from the day that I started to work at Drew State Factory, it was me in a notebook and a pen, you know, taking notes, learning from the people that have been doing a particular function for so many years. Maybe a guy that has been wetting tobacco down for the uh, uh, grapper bodega or the grapper area. Uh, why they are wearing down the Connecticut shade grapper that way, and why they are wearing down the Mexican grapper that way, why they are wearing down the Indonesia tobacco that way, and why they are wearing down the broadleaf Maduro tobacco. So there are so many different ways, and those guys that have been doing that particular 
function. They will tell you all the ins and outs about how to do it. And now when you have a factory that is being growing and growing year after year, double digits, uh, the major challenge is to keep the quality. Because right, when right. you increase production, somehow the quality goes down. So in order for us not to suffer and not to uh, unreal, uh, the, the, the what we have built, we have to hire more people, promoting good rollers to be supervisors, and literally teaching people how to make that type of cigar that they are making at that particular uh, on that particular day at the Drew Stateway. Right. All right. So um, it is an art, man. It, you know, it, it is no, not, it, you know, it is an, it down. It is an art, and I mean, I've seen it several times, and uh, a lot of the dojo folks that have been down with us on safari have seen it as well we've got uh, now we want to transition into talking about drew estate stuff going on with drew estate but before we do it's time for the uh, mid show commercial jordan this show is sponsored by jr cigars one of the world's largest online cigar stores jr's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes plus a large selection of cigar accessories this year jr cigars is celebrating their 50th anniversary They'll be celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited-run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. One of those was the Nightshade by uh, Drew Estate, by the way. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. This is episode 289 of Smoke Night Live. We are chatting with Pedro Gomez, the factory spokesperson for Drew Estate Cigars. So, Pedro, there's all kinds of stuff going on with Drew Estate. I'm going to touch on some of these. Uh, we'll just kind of go through these relatively quickly here, but there's some interesting... Here's the thing I love about what Drew Estate has done over the past year or two. Obviously, it's been a very challenging year. Uh, we all know uh, the challenges. Don't need to rehash those. But it seems to me, Pedro, that uh, Drew Estate has... They, they said to themselves, Hey, man, we're not going to let this anything slow us down. Yeah, maybe this is a different tact. Maybe this isn't the typical year or two years, but we're just going to go, 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 and we're going to continue to create interesting and exciting projects and events for our customers. So let's talk about a couple of those. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the um, the, the six-pack Pateka cigar sampler. This has like a Herrera Esteli in it. It's got an undercrown in it. Uh, talk a little bit about that. I love this idea. It's it's six cigars, which is a cool amount. That's how right. we did the Hoya uh, de Ninjaragua was a six mm -hmm. count. And there's something <laughs> sort of a little bit magical, I think, about that number six in a That's sampler. Right. It's not a five. It's not a ten. <laughs> it's a six. I That's right. Talk about well, that. That's a really great way to, to try the Drew Estate line. Absolutely. Well, six Sounds sexy, bro. You know, <laughs> who doesn't love six? <laughs> but one thing that I can tell you is this. Uh, the presentation of those uh, sampler ensemblers, that's what they call it. Uh, you got two undercrown, I mean, two undercrown Maduros, two undercrown Shays, and two Herrera Esteli Havana. But one thing that you're going to find, which is not going to be a size that you, gonna, that you are not going to find, in any other Herrera Esteli Habano, or in any other Undercrown Maduro, or in any other Undercrown Shea, is the size that are in those cigars. Because those cigars are Toro. But the regular Toro at Drew State is 6 by 52. 
while in this beautiful uh, traditional sampler ensembling, you got six by 50, hmm. which is the ring gauge a little smaller, and therefore it's gonna be the, the cigar is gonna be something unique. So for the guys that have uh, the opportunity that I have had while talking to retailers on my virtual Drew State events, they say that those are, they, they call it, you know, sampler uh, a gift pack. They sell really, really well. Because besides having a nice presentation, if you're going to give a cigar to somebody, you know, uh, you know, especially guys or, or, or people that goes to the cigar store and they are looking for a gift pack that will have a, a nice presentation. You know, now this cigar is not going to be in a C-plot bag, you know, and then you throw the Boveda, which is nothing wrong with it. But with Drew Stay, everything is about presentation. Presentation is number one. Of course, the cigar has to be the priority because you can have the badass presentation when it comes to the packaging, but if the cigar sucks, that's gonna be a cigar that you're gonna that you are not gonna cut in light again. So with those, we are very excited. They are coming. Uh, uh, so look for your breaking motor. We are selling those cigar. Uh, those cigar are gonna be available to all our different channels. They're gonna be everywhere. Yeah, that's so a that's a gorgeous. Yeah. That's a gorgeous looking uh, potato box in those. It has like a cutout so you can see the, the cigars. Should be should be really cool. So look for those folks at your uh, local brick and mortar. The next one, this one has me super excited, Pedro, uh, because one of my favorite, one of my all time favorite uh, Drew Estate cigars is the Herrera Esteli Lancero. And so now you have two uh, limited edition Lanceros coming back onto market. One is the the one I'm speaking of, but those two uh, Lanceros, Lanceros, that's a that's a size that some people absolutely love it. Some people aren't aren't um, super excited about it. But if if you like the Herrera Esteli, the the Lancero version of that is absolutely off the chart. Absolutely Phenomenal. off the chart. Well, one thing that I can tell you, Eric, and that's something that it's not gonna me telling you that stuff. It's going to be any cigar manufacturer that you have bring into your show. If you ask the question, which one is the hardest cigar to make, they're going to tell you straight out of the bat, which is the Lancero. Uh, because when you, have the Lance when you are making Lancero, you, know, you are putting the same tobaccos that you put in your regular uh, cigar lines, but those tobaccos have to go in a very small ring gauge. So when you have those small ring gauge, so you got the challenge that not to not every cigar uh, maker are gonna be able to make it. So you have to pick the, your best rollers to make those cigars. And when it comes to the Herrera Esteli Habano, and you got the Herrera Esteli Broadleaf Habano, man, those are where the money is. Those cigars <laughs> are really good. And you know when it comes to the size, it's seven inches by thirty-eight. And we're going to have available those, uh, the Habano and the Maduro, amazing cigars. When it comes to the Habano, you got a grapper that comes from Ecuador, which is the uh, Habano from Ecuador, which is the grapper. In the binder, we use uh, the binder from Honduras. And right in the filler, we use tobaccos that comes from Nicaragua. Now, on the Broadleaf, which was a cigar that we released last year, that one has the Connecticut Broadleaf grapper on it. The same wrapper that you will find in Liga Privada, well, it's going to be now in the Herrera Esteli Broadleaf Broad Lancero. And then in the binder, we use 
the Brazilian Mata Fina binder. And that right there in the fillers, we use tobaccos from Nicaragua. So at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to the Lanceros, uh, there are people out there that they love the Lanceros, especially guys that want to try uh, the best of what that cigar can offer to you guys, which is when you smoke a Lancero cigar, you literally taste what every single tobacco leaf is all about, especially the grapper. And, and, and that's by far one of the hardest cigars to make. And they're going to be, you know, besides telling you guys everything about the, 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 the these cigars, well, next week, tune in next Thursday. 7 p.m. We got the freestyle life. That, We're was, have my that name. was my next uh, topic. It was the freestyle live. Yeah. That's right. I don't want to steal Willie Herrera Thunder up in here <laughs> because Willie will be talking a lot about the Herrera Esteli, uh, the Lanceros, you know. And, and Willie Herrera, you know, he, he's, uh, he's, he has amazing talent. I mean, anybody that had the opportunity to meet Willie Herrera, this guy, this, 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 this guy, he has so much knowledge when it comes to blending different type of tobacco. And at Drew State, we are very lucky to have his, uh, his skill because what Willie Herrera has done for Drew State, it is unmeasurable. And for him, you know, coming up with the broad leaf grapper in one of his cigar lines, of course, that was, that was like a dream come true for Willie. Because I remember when Willie came to Drew State and he started to develop a traditional cigar brand, which was the, in 2012, the Herrera Esteli Habano. Drew State was looking forward to make a traditional cigar, medium body, with a very nice Cubanized flavor profile. And I do remember when we were touring the Tobacco Warehouse, Jonathan Drew said to Willie, hey, bro, you know, you can pick any tobacco that you want said the broadleaf. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Because we were in so much high demand because of the Liga Privada. Right. And still Liga Privada is in high demand, but what really put us behind it is because the tobacco takes up to three years to ferment. That's why, you know, Willie was very excited when he got the opportunity to blend a cigar using the broadleaf. And Man, the broadleaf lancero, holy smoke. <laughs> if you are a medium to full body guy, you are not going to be disappointed. Because that cigar has everything that you have been dreaming of when it comes to a medium to full body cigar. And we are so excited to bring that cigar right here again, 2021. Now let's, let's talk about the Freestyle Live Pack. Uh, in the Freestyle Live Pack, not only are you guys giving away all kinds of prizes, ridiculous prizes, like a motorcycle and so much more, but there are some unbanded uh, cigars in there. And tonight, uh, Pedro's going to tell us exactly what those cigars are. Oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> man, now you're putting me in the spot. Like, literally, when I'm doing the cigar, the, 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 the Drew State Tour at Drew State Factory, and while we are going through all the tobacco uh, aging cold rooms, you know, at least there is one person in the group that they always ask, Hey, Pedro, how do you guys uh, make the acid cigars? Or how do you guys make the infused cigars? <laughs> and I was like, you ready? All right, everybody, don't please don't record this one. So it's going to be a, a, a confidential information right now. 
So, and then I come out, you guys know Al Capone, the gangster from Chicago? And then the guy that asked the question, yeah, who doesn't know Al Capone? Well, Al Capone has a set, used to have a set that a well-kept secret could be kept among three people as long as two of them are dead. <laughs> the guy looked at me, what the fuck? <laughs> no, but when it comes to the mystery cigars, uh, I will tell you this, man. When it comes to bringing the excitement into the industry, we have to know this one for sure. And everybody that has been smoking cigar for decades, you know that the cigar industry, especially the premium cigar industry, is a very traditional industry. There is nothing too much changes going on, but when it comes to Drew Stay, we like to bring the party, we like to bring the excitement. By bringing the excitement, you have a better engagement with your end consumers and your retailers up there, you know. So how we came out with the mystery cigar, it is still a mystery. All right. <laughs> so that one you're going to find out next Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Freestyle Life. But one thing for sure, we came out uh, with that one. Uh, and also, you got a, ra uh, a, a raffle, which comes right. in your batch. Uh, and then, you know, you never know. You might be the lucky winner. We got amazing prizes. Uh, we got major announcements. The announcement, one of the major announcements that we got for next Thursday is going to be like a bomb. Oof. It's going to be huge. And we are so excited. Phenomenal. So everybody, 7 p.m. Easter time, Drew State Facebook Live yes. on Freestyle Live. That's, that, is, that is the night that everybody's been waiting for. I have my pack. I'm psyched. I'm ready to go. I want to play along uh, next Thursday night. <laughs> All right, uh, Pedro. Barn Smokers are back. Uh, so, yeah, folks, yeah. we've got Barn Smokers. You've got the Connecticut Barn Smoker, August 14th and 15th. You've got the Kentucky Barn Smoker, October 9th. And you have the Florida Barn Smoker. That is November 13th and 14th. Talk about how excited you are, Pedro, to get back to doing this again in person, bringing your, your infectious energy to the people <laughs> Talk a little bit about how excited you are for these barn smokers. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> One thing for sure. Yeah. I'm very sure that everybody, while well, this lockdown, you know, everybody was about to lose their mind. So me, you know, uh, from 2013, I have been traveling all over the country doing any store events, multi-vendor events, trade shows. And you name it, you know, everything that have to do with events, I was going places. I was like a nomad, I mean, uh, uh, going everywhere. Uh, and, and, and it was something for us, you know, uh, the, the one thing that Drew State have done since day one, it has been connecting people with a relationship that start off face to face. You know, for us, we have, we have not built Drew State brand on magazines, you know, uh, spending a lot of money on ads, on magazines, everything has been through these cigars and through events. Uh, obviously, 2020, I don't have to remind you guys, you guys know what happened last year. We got locked down, a lot of restrictions were happening, but what we did, we pivoted the business model to the platform of virtual, going through Teams, going through the Zoom, uh, Zoom calls and stuff like that, doing the whole event in a virtual platform, bringing the excitement that you m used to have 
in a e-store events, having it in front of you guys, in front of your computer or your cell phone or your laptop or your desktop. But at the end of the day, you know, we did our best not to lose the touch, the personal touch between us and the end consumers and the retailers. So when we came out with the with the big news that we were bringing the, the barn smokers back because last year we have to cancel for restriction purpose, uh, we are very we, we were very, very excited. And by letting you guys know that we got the barn smokers coming is that we are gonna be going to the streets. We're gonna be traveling, doing events, bringing you guys all the, the goodness from Esteli, Nicaragua, through our uh, cigars, through our, our raffles that we do in certain events, uh, through all the swag that we have. And we are so excited, man. But now, but the thing is this, everything is about the barn smoker right now. And for the people that have never had the opportunity to the barn smoker, I'm going to break it down for you right here and right now. Because if you attend to, if you have attend to a barn smoker in the past, what you guys have experienced is the amount of people that comes from all over the country is one of is the biggest. Now it's not the, one of the biggest. Is the biggest mega event in the industry where you have around 800 people coming to a tobacco farm. And the tobacco farm, as an example that I'm gonna take, that I'm gonna use right now. Let's say Connecticut. You're gonna be in South Windsor, Connecticut right there at the Connecticut River Valley, and you are going to be touring this beautiful tobacco farm. That tobacco that comes from that farm, we use that tobacco in the produce that we make, which is the Liga Privada, T52, Number 9, Serie Unicos, other excuses that we make at Drew State Factory, but that tobacco that we use as a grapper comes from that particular farm. So you're going to have the opportunity to have beauty, uh, I mean, amazing presentation from the founder of Drew State, which is Jonathan Drew. Uh, you're going to have presentation of the master blender, Willie Herrera. You're going to have amazing presentation. You're going to know the story of that particular farm from the family that have been growing tobacco for generations, almost 120 years. And, of course, he's gonna, I'm going to be there, you know, giving you guys a presentation in the tobacco fields as well. The amount of cigars that you're going to get of all of the cigars that, that, that brings the broadleaf tobacco and the Habano T52 that comes from that farm. Maybe some, what I don't want to mention because we keep it as a surprise, <laughs> but all the good stuff. And then you're going to be eating the local museum from that particular area. We're bringing all the spirit, like the uh, Angel's Envy. Uh, we have, you know, like testing, testing spot for you guys to test uh, liquor, rum, bourbon, uh, maybe moonshine, you know, of course, jingling, because, you know, jingling have to be there. Uh, <laughs> Where's the Tony? Another thing, yes. And then, you know, uh, another thing which is really good, and we are so proud, and every time that I have the opportunity to talk about this, I feel so proud to tell you, you guys that the Barn Smoker is not, is not, it's not about the experience, the unforgettable experience that you're going to have. It also brings you guys a very close approach with the non-profit organization that Drew Estate has been very proud of since day one, which is Cigar for Warriors. For people that doesn't know what Cigar for Warriors is all about, it's a non-profit organization where they collect cigar from donation. 
they collect money that they use for the shipping costs. And all those cigars are being shipped to our troops that are deployed in other countries. Because for us to be smoking our cigars, our favorite cigars, it could be from Nicaragua, it could be from Dominican Republic, it could be from Honduras. You go to your cigar lounge, you are sitting down in those leather, in those leather couch, enjoying yourself, being relaxed and everything. But for being relaxed, you know, you have to have some kind of freedom. So let me tell you something. Everybody that has been tuning right here in right now at the uh, Facebook Live, some of you have served in the military. Maybe fam family members have served. Your family member have served in the military. So for us, it is something that we do as a company because everything, not just Drew State, the whole country and everybody that lives in this beautiful country owns the freedom that we enjoy through the people that have paid the price, the ultimate price. That's right. So I would like to thank everybody that have served in the military. Drew State is a big supporter of Cigar for Warriors, and, and, and it's a legit, a non-profit organization. Absolutely. Back in the days, we used to donate thousands, thousands of cigars, close to a million figure of cigars to Cigar for Warriors, but because of FDA regulation, we are no longer able to give cigar uh, to 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 cheap or to send cigar for free to them so they go and do events uh ambassadors they got you know they don't they don't have they are not in the payrolls you got a cigar for worry ambassador that they do it for free they're voluntary ambassadors so they go to the events cigar events and people donate cigars people donate money it's a beautiful thing to do man yeah. so if, if you guys don't know now you know go ahead and get your <laughs> ticket if they are not sold out to www.barnsmokers.com all right you're going to see <laughs> barn smoker from florida connecticut and kentucky hell oh yeah we can't wait to see you guys i can't wait i'm planning on going to the uh, florida uh, version this year so that'll be fun hey uh, guys this company, uh, it's called Poddex. They sent me this this deck of cards, and the idea, I, they, they do not sponsor the show in any way at all. So believe me, this I'm not promoting this brand per se. But they sent me this deck of cards. It would ha has, like, just random questions. So I thought I would just open up this deck. I've, I just got it today, so I have zero idea of what these questions are going to be. So here's the deck of cards. Uh, as you can see, so I'm just gonna pick. I'm gonna pick one, whatever it is. I'm gonna ask Pedro. You gonna shuffle that thing? I don't. I don't. Why? Well, I, I could shuffle. Can you it. air shuffle? I could shuffle it, but what would be the point? I uh, there's. Wow, it just seems like cheating. I mean, I have no idea <laughs> what these are, so I'm just gonna randomly select one here. Let's see what this is, and then I'll just ask Pedro whatever it is. It could be, it could be wildly inappropriate. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, uh, the pod deck question for tonight is, if you could undo one moment in your life, what would it be? If you could undo. Undo one moment <laughs> in my life. Now, <laughs> what Jor Jordan, I, 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 have a, I have at least 10. <laughs> I have at least 10 moments, Pedro, oh that, that I could God, undo. Oh, my God, man, you put me in this spot, buddy. I don't know if I'm, if I'm allowed to, to oh, tell yeah. you my oh. crazy stories. <laughs> Oh, you're allowed, baby. <laughs> you you are 100% oh allowed. Man, dude. I don't know, man. You know, well, a crazy story. Okay. And probably a story that everybody's going to laugh. And that happened to me, dude. And I, 
I mean, every time that I think about that moment, I just wish that moment not to, never took place, which it was during the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival. So it was a lot of cigar manufacturers. It was people from all over the world coming to, to Nicaragua for the beautiful Nicaraguan Cigar Festival. And, and we were having lunch and dinners, and you never know who you're going to be sitting down right next to, you know? And there, sometimes it was just end consumers. Sometimes it was the media, you know? Sometimes it was cigar manufacturers. But that was this gentleman that I got the opportunity to sit down with. And I said to, the, to, 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 to this guy that I have so much respect for him, at that, at that time, at that particular night, I didn't know who he was. And I was like, hey, so are you enjoying yourself? I just went like that. Are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying myself. It's a nice, nice festival. So, and then in the table, there, there were other cigar manufacturers, local cigar manufacturers from Nicaragua that they are a good friend of mine. But this guy is one of his uh, customers. And then uh, he said, hey, I'm having a good time. And I, said, and I said to him, so are you an end consumer, a retailer? And he said to me, well, uh, I, uh, when I say that, everybody in the table, they look at me <laughs> like I have like uh -oh. three hands. Uh -oh. And he uh -oh. said to me, uh, no, well, uh, what is your name? Oh, my name is Pedro. Which, which company do you work for? Uh, Drew Estate. Uh, well, I own a cigar company. Oh, you own a cigar company, like a private label? Uh, something like that. And then the guy get up and say, nice to meet you, Eric Newman. I was like, oh, <laughs> Eric Newman. Oh, my God, man, bro. That's a funny guy. Well, no more. Luckily, <laughs> luckily for you, Pedro, Eric Newman is one of the nicest guys in the yes. en entire world. So he was he, he probably chuckled. Yes. No, and the thing was, after that, you know, the guy comes around. Hey, you know, it's so nice to talk to you. And then <laughs> it was the first time that I met the guy. And then I went to Jonathan and said, bro, you will not, you will not, you will never imagine what happened to me last night. I told Jonathan the story. He said, oh, shit, man, you fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw Eric Newman again at the uh, Cigar Fest over there in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. I went to check his hand, and because I saw him on Fox News uh, t t telling, you know, uh, the people in the, in the network channel how important is the tobacco industry, especially in Ivor City and Tampa, you know, uh, the history that the family right. has. So we we have a very nice. I had that that day. I had a very nice uh, time to talk to him, and you know, after that, man. Uh, has been the story that I'll always remember. <laughs> now, and now, if we had, if we, Jordan, if we had Jack on the show tonight, we could fill up a whole hour yes. segment. <laughs> we could fill up a whole hour segment of all the things he's done that he, he regretted. Uh, it's time for our weekly top three, Pedro. Weekly top three. Whoa, weekly top right. three. It's the weekly top yeah. three, and this, this this week's topic, Pedro, is the top three underdogs of all time. Now. Uh, I'll start with one, and then you can do – Jordan can do one, and then, Pedro, you can do one. I'm going to go – my first one, Jordan, is the uh, 1980 USA men's hockey team in the Olympics. A bunch of kids, essentially. They were just essentially kids. They weren't even professional players going up against the Russians. Now, what a lot of people might not remember is that wasn't even the gold medal game. They beat the Russians to get into the gold medal game, 
But when they eventually won, nowadays they use like pro players and all that kind of stuff, so it's not as exciting. But back then, it was literally a bunch of college kids against essentially pro players from Russia. And so when we won that game, it was the most incredible underdog victory. Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in miracles? And there's been movies made of it, several (laughs) movies made of it. It's great. Jordan, what's your number one? What's your uh, underdog? Well, it just used to do one. Uh, I'll go uh, in, in the 1770s, America v. Oh! Britain. <laughs> Jordan is going back to the Revolutionary War. That was War. a crazy time, you know? 1775, uh, the United States <laughs> kicked Britain's ass yeah. in, in the uh, Revolutionary War, and that's why we I have the country George that I remember George Washington we... was driving a Challenger <laughs> down a hill with an American flag out the window. It's cool. Pedro, what's your number one underdog story of all time? Oh, man, the number one underdog story of all time. Well, this guy, it is an artist, came out with a movie. He's considered one of the greatest in the hip-hop community. And I'm talking the one and only Eminem from 8 Miles. And, you know, it is very interesting. The first time that I had the opportunity to watch the movie, I was in Nicaragua. And it was so amazing, you know, how this guy went through all the shit that he went through and to break it in the hip-hop community. And then years later, Bruce, they had the opportunity to make a cigar for his uh, record company. It is something that has to be written for, for somebody to believe it. So I will say that that's my number one right there. Now, there was a comment earlier in the show um, Somebody was wondering, have you ever seen him smoke that cigar? Mm, to be honest with you, you know, when it comes to Eminem, uh, Eminem, he, he, I have never seen him endorsing a brand. Mm-hmm. Mm, anybody? They, they, and then uh, for us, the collaboration came out through Paul Rosenberg, who is his longtime manager and also uh, president of Shady Records. But how the whole story intertwined, it was a beautiful thing, man. Underground Shady 20. Uh, back in 2014, we come out with the Underground Shady 15. So, you know, for me, it, it will be my number one Cinderella story scene. Mm. How, you know, Eminem became what Eminem is nowadays. So one of the greatest up there. That's awesome. I know that a lot of people are going to debate with me because people are going to say, bro, come on, bro. He's got to be Notorious B.A.G. He got to be Tupac Shakur. He got to be Jay-Z. Well, everybody has their own unique story. That's right. And for Drew State to be part of that, of that movement, I think it was a milestone that, that we achieved uh, that, that through Shady Records and making that cigar. And it is amazing, man, you know. Beautiful thing happens in life because life is the most unpredictable thing that we have ever experienced. That's right. And I'd say, Jordan, a uh, close runner-up to the uh, men's team in 1980, Doggy Coin. You know, Doggy Coin, it's uh, hitting about 34 cents right now. So if you're not in on Doggy Coin. (laughs) I've I've got one more also. You Uh, better get in on it. This dude, David, he had to go up against this this Goliath guy? Yeah, that was a that was Come not on. that was no that was that's no easy good. feat. I mean, he did it. <laughs> well, another good one. Now you're talking about tagging everything. Apple, the Apple company, oh, Steve yeah. Jobs. You uh, know when he came out uh, with his company against IBM, 
Right. Amazing, amazing story. You know, a guy that changed the world. If it wasn't for him, you know, you the smartphone that nowadays everybody needs it. Uh, you know, it is impressive, man. There is a lot of good Cinderella stories up there. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that you guys, when you are watching a sport, it could be the NFL, the NBA, hockey, you know, you guys, you name it. A lot of, I mean, I'm the one that, go, that goes always with the underdog. Yeah. I don't usually go with whoever is going to be the champion. And probably the last one that I have, it got to be Dallas Maverick 2011 mm. championship against Miami Heat. Ah. Lauren James, the, the Wayne Wayne, and Bush, I think was his last name, the three big, three big three, I think what was the name of the team. But, man, seeing uh, this guy, Dern Whiskin, shooting those hoops, it was amazing, bro. <laughs> now, guys That's have awesome. been wondering what's the like count. We're at almost 14,000. 14,000 likes now, this week. the record is 16. So I think I we believe. could I think we could beat sixteen thousand likes on this show tonight. Come on. Um hey, let's let's get right into it, Pedro. We're gonna pick a winner of Dogma Day. I have right. hand selected I don't know, Jordan, this is a lot more than we normally <laughs> do. Uh so we're gonna go through these relatively quickly, Pedro. If any of them catch your eye, maybe at the end you and I can kind of come to some sort of agreement on who should win. Um so let's just go through these winners. So all the folks had to do was they had to be smoking a dogma, posting it on the dojo verse, and using hashtag dogma day. So here we go. Let's fire it off right now. The first one is Chad uh, with he he he. This is awesome. This is the uh, the the uh, London Calling album, but he's changed it to Dogma Calling. Fantastic, Chad. Thank you for that. Uh, love you, brother. Uh, all right. Next up is. Suicide Blonde. Look at that's a really, really cool nice. picture. Uh, Suicide Blonde, Karen. Hughes Beautiful nails. <laughs> from from California. <laughs> right. There. Yeah. Here we got uh, Scott Braban. Some of you may know him. This is like oh. the first of his like 18 count Man. dogma day. He has been smoking dogmas nonstop, Pedro, since this morning. Yes. And he's hanging out with my friend in Colorado, Sean. That's yes. right. There you go. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Good, good eye. Cave. Uh, <laughs> Pedro how did, is. How did you know that? Pedro is, <laughs> Pedro is extremely observant. Uh, all right. Next one up is uh, Pete. Uh, this is just a nice picture of a dogma, I thought. Uh, thank you, Pete, Sexy. for that one. Very Look at that smoke, yeah. He's got some good smoke going in his car. Uh, Ollie, uh, this is a very artistic image from Ollie. I like the uh, reflection on the table through the uh, glass of, I don't know if that's brandy or, or what, but very nice, Pete, thank, or Ollie. Uh, what do we got next? This is uh, Moose King. He's got sort of an artistic uh, dogma going there. Very nice, Moose King. Rated at 100%. Oh, I like this picture right here. This is Kevin Fornash. The new he's, cutter. He's got the new uh, Dojo Zykar cutter. Smoking with his uh, Dojo Rocks glass. Shut up, Patrick Larkin. There doesn't need to be ice in that. All right, the next one. Uh, Kenneth Mullen. Look at all these coins he's wow. got, Pedro. That he's, is awesome, man. Just think, every time he takes it's a picture. He's a coin he's, collector. Yeah, he's got to <laughs> set all those up. Four, no, five Dojo coins in there. Yeah, amazing. That's right. Amazing. The... Joya Nicaragua, you got they got right there too. Oh, now look this at is that. this cute. is John uh, Camp Campadonica, uh, and John. I like this because it's Dog Maday. Uh, it just kind of feels like this dog knows what's going on. He kind of knows what's going on. He's been around on. the block. He's been around the block. All right, good picture, John. Uh, next one is another John, John C. He's got the sun grown. Had to throw a sun grown in here. 
Thank you, John C., for the sun-grown version in there. Uh, oh. Joe, Joe Machado. Oh, Look at this. Now that is a, that is a nice picture, isn't that Pedro? That guy must be a professional photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent picture, wow. Joe. Uh, Jeremy oh, D. Jeremy D. That. From oh. New Orleans. He's got the dog in the background. An- another That's sort of a handsome dog. That is a handsome looking dog. Amazing. I don't know, I don't know what that dog's name is, but I wanted to find out. Uh, thank you, Jeremy D. For that. Uh, Jack Cush. He's got his. Up in the northeast, he's smoking the sun-grown. Thank you, Jack Cush. Uh, we've got nice. Donald James in his car. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Donald James, for that. Derek Rose, he has got his wow. uh, Dogma Maduro, rated 100%. And oh, Bob McDonald, look at this. He's got his Drew Estate uh, Safari pick. Look how, look at the painting. He that there you go. Subculture Studios <laughs> on his on his. Uh, his travel humidor. That is amazing. Look how good that Beautiful. picture is. That is sexy. I mean, those subculture guys. Sexy. Come on. <laughs> and then finally, we go with Anthony. He's got a cool, it looks like some sort of pit of some sort. Uh, another dogma dog a picture. Um, do any of those, Pedro, jump out at you? We can go back to any of those that you, you, that you think are cool. And let's just pick a winner, man. Oh man, you want me to be the bad guy? Also, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you a couple of my favorites. I would say okay. the Bob McDonald, the Bob mm-hmm. McDonald, uh, the Suicide Blonde uh, one was cool. And Jordan, what was the one with the really really good picture the guy took? Um, was it? Um, nope. I think it was John Kempa. Go to. Was it John Kempa? No, 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 that was good. I thought too. we were talking about. Uh, let me. I, he, he, I thought this one was a. Nice that's very good, Jeremy. But there's one. Oh, I'll try Ollie. Oh, Ollie. Is it Ollie? No, that was good too. Anyways, some, those are some of my favorite. What's the one with the dogma and the sun grown? And, and, and he that was a, one. Right. He was there, a really good. It was, yeah, right there. Joe Machado. Joe Machado. So those are those are my. Some of my favorites, Pedro. Any of those? Very nice. Any of those strike you as, as winner? Well, you know, I will tell you that if you put that picture again and everybody see it right now, everybody will agree, man. You know, it's hard. I don't want to be the bad guy. Okay. I don't. I don't want to be like, oh, don't vote for Pedro no more. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be the good guy uh, to somebody, right? <laughs> I. You know, I will say that picture. It has all the detail mm-hmm. thing that you can look for a good picture to have. Because as far as I see, it was a sunset. It has a drink. It had the two cigars. One of them is lit. Uh, the beautiful uh, background in the mm, back yeah, is a yeah. very relaxing moment. The picture to speak a thousand words. Uh, that one is nice, man. All yeah. right, we're going to go with that one. Who's that is stuff? the winner, Joe Machado. Uh, Joe, you are the winner of a Drew Estate uh, sun-grown uh, Dogma Travel Humidor. You will also win the Sungrown Dogma Lighter, Sungrown Dogma Cutter, and five Sungrown Dogma cigars and five Maduro uh, Dogma cigars. Now, Joe, I got to tell you, Joe, I'm I'm leaving for Phoenix tomorrow at 4 a.m. So I won't be able to send you your winnings for like a week. So just keep that in mind, Joe. But um, you're gonna get you'll get a prize in the next couple of weeks. So thank you to everybody who played along today. Pedro, we smoked a lot of dogmas today. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, one thing for sure is this: 
We are not for a long time. We are here for a good time. So go ahead and get your dogmas because they're gonna be they're gonna bring so much to your life. And another thing, we only we live every day, we only die once. Mm. So that's that that's was, what's up right there. I like that. That was a deep <laughs> that was a deep way to 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 wrap up the show. Folks, Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday. Uh, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs will be black, back, black, back with Flavor Odyssey. And this week, the reason I, I, I made a little flub right there is they'll be smoking the Tatawahe Black Label cigar uh, along with a rye whiskey. So they're in their spicy uh, flavor component uh, portion of this season, season three of Flavor Odyssey. So it's the Tatawahe Black Label. And a rye whiskey. So if you want to play along on Wednesday, uh, go out to your local brick and mortar, pick up a Tatawahe Black Label, and pick up some rye whiskey. Play along on Wednesday. It's really a fun show. Um, I'm going to try to be there. I'll be coming home that day from Phoenix. Um, but I'm going to try to be there. By the way, Jordan, we're over 16K that's likes. That's what I was going to say. Over 16K now, likes. I don't know if that's a tie. I don't, like... Uh, maybe if we maybe as we're saying goodbye to Pedro, we could hit seventeen <laughs> k, and then and then we would know for sure. Hey Pedro, here's the thing that I what I love so much about you and having you on the show is I know for a fact when I talk to you that your energy and your love and passion for this industry is for real. Like you talk to a lot of people and. People are energetic about the cigar industry. People from every company. I could name 10 guys that absolutely, you know, when you talk to them, you love this industry. But I can't talk to anybody that I think is more infectious and more passionate than you. And I just got to tell you how much I appreciate you and your passion for this hobby that all of us that are participating on Facebook right now and the Dojoverse and on the, the Drew Diplomat app, like to me, you embody this passion that we all have, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Well, my friend, you know it is amazing, man. When it comes to uh, cigars, uh, I will—I mean, that's something that a lot of people say: is that cigars brings a lot of people together. But cigars also offers you, in your most darkest moments in life, some kind of happiness that you can really count your blessings. I remember last year when I was uh, at my home, uh, I wasn't traveling. I was just stacking in the house, working from home. And at the end of a long day of work, I went to my balcony, smoked a cigar, and the, 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 the satisfaction that you can get out of it. Teen school sucks up there, uh, uh, but you can find that at least there is something good that you can enjoy. And for us, you know, me being from Esteli, uh, coming from, from straight out of Esteli, having the opportunity to talk to you guys, it is like a dream come true. Uh, it is an opportunity that I will never imagine will ever happen to me, but everything happened for a reason, just being at the right time, at the right moment, at the right place, at the right time with the right people. And that will be up to you what is going to be your next move. So it's always great to come and hang out with you guys. When it comes to the microphone, Eric, Jordan, you guys are the best. You guys know how to keep everybody entertained, you know, not just bringing a special, special guest to your show, which for me, I, I'm honored to be with you guys because 
the the names that you guys bring to the show it is amazing i'm very sure that everybody that has been tuning with us tonight they truly appreciate all the different knowledge that they can pick out of your special guests all the different experience out of all, everybody that have been coming to the show, uh, they always pick one thing or two, or maybe everything, you know. Uh, you got guys that come from different walks of life. But one thing that I can tell you that we will never be able to pay to nobody is this. Just for the fact that you pick one of our cigars and to have that cigar and smoking that cigar in your mouth, intimate moment it is something that we will never be able to pay it back to you except making good cigars and keeping those cigars that you truly enjoy keeping them consistency as they always have been so i would like to thank everybody for your support everybody to have support drew stay hoya nicaragua thank you so very much uh jordan eric and everybody that has been tuning with us uh tonight friday is friday night the night is still john I got my jingles right here, so I hope that you have something <laughs> good to sip on and something drink, something good to smoke on. So thank you so much, guys. Enjoy your evening. Safe travel, Eric and Jordan. Looking forward to see you very soon, brother. All right. There is no way in the world, Jordan, that I can add to anything that he just said. He completely summed, summed it all up. Summed it up perfectly. And we are at 17.7, boys. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> did so, it. so maybe as we're signing off, we'll hit 18,000. But, hey, guys, I can't thank uh, Dojo Nation enough. This has been a fantastic day. Dogma Day has been amazing. I, I've never seen more dogmas get consumed on a single day than we did today, which is cool and fun, and it was a big day because of the new packaging that's coming out for the Dojo Dogma. So, hey, go out and uh, support your local retailer, uh, support Cigars for Warriors, as uh, Pedro earlier mentioned. As far as tonight goes, hey, it's Friday Night Herf. So what do we do, Jordan? You check into your favorite cigars. Hopefully they're all dogmas. And we share what we're listening to. We share what we're smoking. And, of course, you share what you're drinking. And we have a good time all night on a Friday night. We'll see you guys on Wednesday for Flavor Odyssey. And then next week back here on Smoke Night Live. Until then, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next week. Is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with us. JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.